You're stupid too as I You're stupid too as I You'll never live You'll never die Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast, the podcast that puts the Savage Steve Holland classic Better Off Dead into one pig mold at a time. I'm Curtis Blaze from the SAP News. And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are... Oh my god, that mouth is so huge! Minute 54, which starts with Dad catching Lane, filling up his head holes with Q-tips, and ends with Lane learning the difference between a push and a pat. Tell us all about this minute, Curtis. Nothing would make me happier, Jason. In the last minute, we learned that Lane got a new job. As the minute begins, Dad catches Lane in Q-tiple flagrante in the bathroom, adding to the evidence that Lane may be on drugs. And the minute ends with the pig mold being put on the tray. What do you think, Jason? Hmm. We've still got Frank Sinatra's song. Which Did we talk about this yesterday? No. Oh, I love the song. Yes, A Man Alone by Rod McEwen. By Rod McEwen, performed by by Old Blue Eyes. Did we just say that together? Yes. Jinx. (laughs) By Frank Sinatra, A Man Alone. So, uh, as a dad, I already ask when I knock on a door before I just walk into a bathroom. Right. If my 10-year-old boy is is feeling okay about me coming in. Mm -hmm. And, by the way, the answer's been no for about five years. He's pretty much wanted privacy. Which, you know... There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, unless I suspect that he's hanging from a belt loop or something off the shower curtain, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going in there. But uh, Al has no problem just barging right in on Lane, who is caught. With every the, orifice full of Q-tips. All of his head holes full of, and drooling. Yeah, yeah. he's got a nice little uh, runner of uh, toothpaste drool hanging oh, off his chin. Yeah, sure. He's throwing the devil signs. <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing the horns. Lane is metal. He's possessed. He's metal AF, as the kids like to say. <laughs> Gonna have to send him to that uh, de-metaling and de-punking uh, institution. What I want to know is, what is the piece of art that's on the wall? What is that? I mean, this is Jenny's house, so it almost has to be something crazy. Isn't it weird that they chose to have wall art anyway? It'd be it'd be right off to the right of the door yeah. as you walk in. Yeah. It looks like a raider symbol. Oh, no, that's because the Q-tip is dissecting it in such a way. It almost looks like x-rays. Here's what it is, Jason. It is a mixed drink glass, like a wine glass, with a silhouette of a face in it. Hmm. Check it out. Yeah, like a, a face with like a Bob Hope nose. Yeah. Al looks totally horrified. It's like, just like in Chapter 5. He deserves to be totally horrified. He just barged in on his teenage boy in the bathroom. <laughs> He's damn lucky you didn't catch him with two different kinds of socks on. <laughs> Carrying a picture of Beth. Oh, man. Oh. oh, I just thought of something. Oh, man. What was he doing with the picture of Beth in the shower? Oh, minute minute two, why? Why minute two? He was, he was keep watching the picture. Oh, he wasn't watching the picture. Oh, how come it took me 52 minutes to think of this? Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well, Al Al leaves. Al leaves in embarrassment. Now even more under the impression that his son is on drugs. Because his son has filled up all of his orifices with Q-tips. All the cool kids are doing it. You know, he's just looking for stuff at this point. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's looking for stuff. But what I mean is yeah. he's, he's trying to learn. Yeah. This isn't a sign of someone on drugs. This is just a sign of someone 
screwing around because they're a teenager. Yeah. Although he's throwing the horns. So what was Lane doing? Was he standing in the mirror going, <laughs> like making a face? Well, obviously. I mean, obviously that's what he's doing. He was doing that and he was throwing the horns. So in his mind, as he's looking in the mirror, Lane thinks he's a demon. <laughs> or he was uh, headbanging to Sinatra. Oh, we can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sing that song so bad right now. <laughs> we can recite the lyrics. One man alone, alone not lonely, except when the dark comes on. I'm a man learning to live. Memories of midnight that start, that fell apart at dawn. Now that sounds pretty metal. I'm going to say that again without drinking coffee. Alone not lonely, except when the dark comes on. I'm a man learning to live with memories of midnights that fell apart at dawn. Sounds pretty metal to me. It also sounds kind of hope. There's a little bit of hope in that line. Yeah. Lane is starting to, uh, he's he's met Simone. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Simone was the, the French girl in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> this is Monique. Monique. Oh, my God. Okay, I can't be blamed. Simone was actually in this movie, too. Oh, wait. No, that was girl, Pee-wee's other girlfriend. Right. Dottie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the six degrees thing. In a way, Simone is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Six degrees of E.G. Daly. The point is, Monique has now come into his life the night before, and in spite of Badger's crazy harem and being nearly killed by the newspaper gang for $2, he's a man who's learning to live with memories of midnights that fell apart. He's no longer letting it get to him. He's not done... Is he done? Have we seen the last suicide attempt? I think we have. Oh, no. Gasoline. Hanging. Jumping off the bridge. Off the bridge. Car. Car exhaust. Car exhaust. That was Christmas. Right. What's left? Maybe he is done. Maybe he is done, ladies and gentlemen. He's a man learning to live with memories of midnights that fell apart at dawn. <laughs> Watch this not even be the correct lyrics for the song. But yes, I agree. Metal AF. Moving on. We are at the Char Burger. Run by Rocco. Also known as Porky. No. Yep. What was his name in Porky's? Porky. It wasn't just Porky. <laughs> Surely his name was like Clarence something. <laughs> Clarence Porky. <laughs> to the internet. I love me some Chuck Mitchell. Passed away at the age of 64 in 1992. Best known for Porky's Better Off Dead, Porky's Revenge, and Don't Answer the Phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays a pornographer in uh, Don't Answer the Phone. So, I mean, after Porky's, he just plays Porky now for the rest of his life. <laughs> He's definitely just playing Porky in Better Off Dead. Yeah. Just a big guy with a bad attitude who everyone's afraid of. Yep. With the cigars. And he tears off the most quoted line of the movie. Let's see if you have any brains. No, I'm kidding. I mean, obviously, not the most quoted line in the movie. <laughs> I thought the most quoted line in the movie was, you look pretty stupid to me. <laughs> Meyer! How about that close-up of the mouth? That's such a film noir shot. The smoke. You know, I'll say this. Chuck had perfect teeth. <laughs> look at those things. Look at those pearly white choppers. That's because they were dentures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Okay, so... I've got, a, I've got an inconsistency I want to talk about here. He goes, he goes, Meyer, right? Yep. 
and then and then Lane looks, mm-hmm. and he's already like seven feet into the room at this point. Mm-hmm. Did he sneak in like a Tyrannosaurus Rex? How did Lane not notice him coming in? Because hmm. he definitely surprises him. Yeah, he's like, whoa! He starts a little, doesn't he? Start? Mm, he looks up, stops what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed in the background that what's going on is? Do we have the beginning of eruption here, or or what's the uh, what's the guitar thing that's happening? Um, the yeah. ominous guitar that uh, Rocco walks in on. It's kind of kind of an '80s action movie sting, like the uh oh, bad guys here. It's gonna get real. And then he says, "You look pretty stupid to me." And then a car squeals in the background. Yeah, that had to be added in. They weren't. There wasn't just randomly a car squeal. Little subtle things in the background all the time that Steve's putting in. There's always some kind of joke going on. There's always a there's always something happening on screen, and then there's always some joke in the background. He's like the Kubrick of comedy. Is that uh, Mad Magazine influence? Now you say that. Does that mean? Are you saying that because he used to write for Mad Magazine? No, but it's. Um, I think he's of, of that generation that. Well, there's a lot of generations that grew up with Mad, but it's sure. it's that. Always something just little going on in the background. Yeah. Like as as Rocco walks in, what's this all about? Yeah, a little poster that says bang. And there's a cherry. The poster of the girl with the legend Everybody Wants Some, which is the uh, ad slogan for uh, Pig Burger. Well, Jason, let's see if you've got any brains. First you get a <laughs> first you get the meat. Yes. You gotta pat it into the pig mold. Yes. You gotta pat it. Not push it. Nope. You gotta pat it. Stupid people push it. If you don't have brains, you push. If you do have brains, you pat. Have you ever worked for a boss like this? Mm. <laughs> Some besides me. Not quite this aggressive. More passive aggressive. Oh well, I guess maybe we shouldn't talk about bosses. <laughs> have, have you known someone in your life who? Because you don't know some specialized thing that they know, you're stupid. Yeah, everybody's known somebody like that, I think. That's always a mark of, I just have no patience for those people. I can't stand it when someone does that. I'll make a joke about it myself. Oh, well, you you know, you don't know who played, you know, the third stormtrooper from the left as the uh, Emperor exits the shuttle. What are you, an idiot? Because you don't know who, uh, who played the guy with the ice cream maker. Right. Actually, I do. Um, <laughs> do you realize that there was a fourth Porky's movie? Really? Three college buddies search for sex over the summer and end up opening a successful whorehouse. What do you think even wants Lane working for him? Does he owe his dad? Hmm. Do you think Lane is working off the damage he did to the pig truck earlier? Is there a missing scene? Where Dad, where Al and Rocco and Lane are all sitting around the table, and Rocco is ranting, and Dad is negotiating. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I've I've always wondered um, if Rocco recognized them from the accidents, because he never acknowledges it. Well, so, okay. So it makes yeah, I wonder if it was like an under the table. The scene you know? I just described though wouldn't end up with him going, "Oh, so you're Al, you're Al Myers, kid." Yeah. Because then he would already know that he's Al Myers' kid. Right. So maybe just Al and... Maybe he went to see Al at Al's office and Al negotiated this. Yeah. And maybe that's the origin of Al thinking that Lane's on drugs. Because he had to go through all this... 
Like Lane hit this guy. Just backed into him at a stop sign. Why else would he do that if he wasn't high? Right. So Al's concerns are not unfounded. Lane has been acting erratically. Yes. Does anyone in the family actually know if he tried to commit suicide? The garage. Hmm. Been lots of car accidents. It's almost like Lane is, you know, your grandma that you can't afford to take to the nursing home. And you can't really watch her all the time. And she still has her license, inexplicably. That's what Lane is with cars. (laughs) He sinks it in a big mud puddle. He crashes it through a garage. He runs into a guy. Twice. Twice. How does Lane still have a license? (laughs) Well, Dad's a lawyer. Well, that's true. I I guess that's, that's a really good point. So I think he's here working off the damage he did to the truck. I think there was a scene... That isn't in here. That Rocco was at Al's office screaming, and and Al negotiated this rather than pay, rather than having Rocco uh, activate his dental plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Another thing I noticed: uh, Rocco walks like he has a really bad back. He's got that sort of straight-legged, straight back, not you know being careful about bending over thing. Yeah, and he and he reaches over with his arm. Instead of, like, leaning over to get the burger thing. Yeah. If he passed away at age 64 in 1990, do I? Did I 92. In 92. That means in 1985, he was seven years younger. He was 57. Which, God, that's the same age as uh, Tom Cruise right now. <laughs> Rocco was the same age as Tom Cruise when he made this. I mean, I mean, Chuck. Chuck was the same age that Tom Cruise is as we record. When he made this... They're yeah. both 57. Yeah. Boy, that is just a world of difference. People look much younger now. Old people were much older in the 80s. Yeah. Even normal people. And he already had dentures by the time he was 57 for an actor. I guess I don't know what point I'm making here. You got well, yeah, well, yeah. If he, he was born in 27, he was born before the fluoridation of water. So that, and a lot of people of that generation ended up with dentures. Oh, you see now, my kid was born after the fluoridation of water is over because the tin hat wearing people now have managed to tell us that it's bad for you. It compromises our precious bodily fluids. <laughs> I told you, Mandrake. I think the reason we don't see any charburgers today is because they suffer from uh, from oversaturation. They went in too many directions. You know how, like, when you go to a steak place and, you know, they offer burritos? Yeah. They kind of they kind of do that at Pig Burgers. A little ahead of their time that way in 1980s. You can get the charburger, but it, you can also get pastrami, <laughs> chili dogs, tacos, and burritos. Right. Where did I see that? Everybody wants some. It's a. Yep. It's on the sign. Yep. All that stuff at the restaurant. How does the burger place that's set up for burgers, including the pig mold, end up serving pastrami? <laughs> is he just like I like pastrami? We're going to serve it. What exactly is pastrami? Do you know? It's uh, it's like cold cuts. Right. Usually made from beef. Usually. Pressed meat. Burgers and pressed meat. Well, that makes sense, you know. Pressed meat or padded meat. Not pressed. Why would he have pressed meat? What is he, stupid? <laughs> Jason, we have to call this today. I got stuff to do. Okay, dokie. Okay. Where where can where can people reach you if they wanna if they wanna I'll talk to you directly. My Facebook page and also mondoconfidential.com, which is my blog. What do you do with that blog? I uh, write about B-movies. Very strange, often kind of on the sleazy side. 
Give me an example. What's your sleaziest strange movie that you can you can recall? Well, the strangest movie would be The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. I've actually seen that movie. Yes. How is it sleazy? Well. <laughs> it's like weird naked sex. Well, there's Carmelita, the taxi dancer. Oh, yeah. It does get weird. <laughs> what about you? Where can we find you? I don't know if I want to be found. Ah, <laughs> uh, just my name, which is spelled weird, so good luck with that. I am, uh, I am, like, prepping right now for the Clue Minute podcast coming up. And I guess, I guess, host on just a lot of different podcasts these days. Killing a lot of time talking about my favorite movies with people. Most recently on Flash Minute. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. The, the Better Off Dead Minute podcast is a fan project. By Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with AM Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide for You, is by Skatred. You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute and at our Facebook group, the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service, and at betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Hey, we want to thank the Star Wars Minute guys for letting us steal the format. If you'd like to listen to other Movies by Minute podcasts, check out moviesbyminutes.com. Don't forget to put the S's in there, moviesbyminutes.com. Join us tomorrow for the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, Minute 55. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.